0: Good afternoon, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I'm your host, Naja Roberts and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money but to make you change the way you look at money and the way you look at everything else around you because it absolutely matters. And today is August 29th, 2023. But before we go any further, I definitely have to say that I appreciate, I love, and I just I just am so, I got a smile on my face right now because our listeners are so dedicated to listening. And I just want to tell you that I appreciate you in my absence when I'm not here. Uh, Definitely just know that you are one of the first things I wake up thinking about in the morning. Aside of God and my family is my listeners. And just to make sure that you all get the best. And so, you know, when I see something coming that will prevent me from doing a live, you know, we try to think very carefully about what to give you and bring you in that same respect. I still want to say happy birthday to those that I missed yesterday and yes Mr. Jerome Lloyd who sent a message saying my birthday I want my birthday shout out well brother you are and I hope you had an incredible birthday today yesterday As well as today, because your birthday was yesterday, Monday, August the 28th. But there were a couple of other Cryptopians as well. We had Shauna Curtis of Duncanville, Texas. Of course, Mr. Jerome Lloyd of Santa Monica, California. And Benue Maxwell of Townsend, Maryland. But today, we have the birthdays of Selena White Vicks of Chicago, Illinois. Waylene Watson of Newin, Georgia, Dylan Pond of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Michael Character of Monterey, California, and Christy Younger of Ontario, California. To each and every one of you, including Jerome Lloyd, I hope that your day today is filled with all the love joy peace happiness and understanding you deserve on today which is your birthday or yesterday and just be blessed ladies and gentlemen you know this life is definitely not promised to us we have so many things that are going in in and on in the news and I hope that because you've been listening to this show your eyes are a little bit more open to what the underlining issues are that are causing a lot of the different distress signals that we see across the United States. You know, every time I hear about uh, somebody walking into a place where black folks are and just opening fire, I know why they're doing that. I'm reading why they're doing that, and I'm hoping that you're understanding. Exactly what I've been saying is starting to come to fruition in so many different ways. But the biggest thing, ladies and gentlemen, is to know that this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. The train of thought is not going anywhere anytime soon because social media is exacerbating what I am telling you is being said about these new parallel economies, these new narratives. All of these things that are happening in and around our country, mostly, ladies and gentlemen, have to do with money. And so there's a lot of different things um, that I'm going to share today. We're going to get to our cryptocurrency and take a look at this Bitcoin and Ethereum price. Uh, But there's some things that you need to know and some things that you need to be made aware of and even if it's not really beneficial to you just to know you know what you know but you don't know what you don't know and so today i'm going to share some stuff starting with bob barker and i know uh, some of you grew up some of you all through your adulthood were watching bob barker on the price is right and he just passed away this weekend and i read his bio but they forgot to tell y'all something. So when we come forward, after uh we hear from our fabulous sponsors, we will continue this conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, In a moment. more with Najee Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. So today is going to be a litany of different topics. There was so much that happened this weekend that I wanted to speak to, and I just feel like uh, we're just gonna be all over the place today. But it is going to be for a rhyme and reason, just so that we are educated, and. My quote today just basically says, we cannot seek achievement for ourselves and forget about the progress and prosperity for our community. Our ambitions must be broad enough to include the aspirations and needs of others for their sake and for our own. And that is my quote for today. And as I shed light on Bob Barker, some of you may know that he was a TV host for many, many years on The Price is Right. Had a big, great smile. He's most notably known, you know, folks love their animals for animal rights and things of that sort. And as I read his write-up, ladies and gentlemen... I just saw all the accolades and all the the prizes that he had been given and all the fabulous things that he did for different communities. But let me tell you what he did for our community, for our communities across the United States. For those of you who were not aware, Mr. Bob Barker in 1972 started one of the largest prison industry companies out there and because of the fact that black folks in America make up 13 percent of the population but are unfortunately 38 percent of the people in jails and prison Mr. Bob Barker made massive amounts of money in fact he made more money with the Bob Barker company Uh, that dealt with the jails and prison than almost anything that he did. So, again, don't trust, verify. Just take a look at it. Go look at his company. Go look at what they did. But from the time you entered the county jail, Bob Barker played a part in your state. There's these little kind of like laundry bags that you get Uh, to hold your clothes and things of that sort. And I went on the website to look at all of the things that they actually were uh, being awarded contracts for through the prison industry, but not just that, the county jail as well. His company was very, very productive. And for since 1972, ladies and gentlemen, he has been taken... Are taking advantage of the prison industry complex and the jail system and and really making a massive amount of money. And that was one little thing that they totally forgot. To share about his legacy, uh, how he made money off the off the problems of communities that were over jailed, over prisoned. Uh, of course, we know through the '80s with all of the the war on drugs and all of those things, Mr. Bob Barker took part and really uh, took advantage of of his ability. To really position itself in 1970 because he saw where this industry with the prisons was going. And so I just wanted to point that fact out because a lot of people don't know that he was instrumental in, I mean, just making massive amounts of money, but never gave back to those communities in which uh, people were taken from. And then once they were taken, From the communities, he made a lion's share of money off their backs as they were in their their clothing, the uniforms of the uh, correctional officers, the mattresses, ladies and gentlemen, that they lay on. Those were all Bob Barker at one point in time here in the state of California. The linens. Everything that you can think of, those tennis shoes that they give inmates that have no name on them. Ladies and gentlemen, instead of them saying George, they should have said Barker because those were Bob Barker. So just making sure that everybody is clear, not that we can do anything about it, but just some fact so that you understand Uh, Of course, all of the glitter that they're putting out there right now, they don't want to stain it with the simple fact that he plays such a massive part in the prison industrial complex. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to just jump (laughs) and continue talking about uh, just a lot of different things. Uh, that are going on right now because i was doing some research you know i follow the money there's some money being given in different areas and i wanted to know why what's the motivation what is going on that are you know that congress and different people are arguing over number one the amount of money that's being sent over to uh ukraine Thankfully, the majority vote was against sending some more money to Ukraine, even though they might still do it. Uh, there was a vote that went across and they were not going to um, send any more money over to Ukraine because there are so many different social services products and services that are here in the United States that they're talking about cutting And I just really want to reiterate to each and every one of you, if you are in a situation where you're depending right now on any portion of a, I don't want to say a free program because you've worked, a lot of you have worked or a lot of you uh, have social security or have family members that are on social security, um, just really be Uh, cognizant about the fact that they are trying to make cuts. Now, whether they're able to actually make the cuts or not, uh, it still remains to be seen because they've got to print more money. They've got to print more money. They've got to print more money to keep everything going because the Ponzi scheme called um, called Social Security is the gig is literally up and the reason why the gig is up is because these young folks and 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 it's not their fault but these young folks are not staying on jobs for 40 years working 40 hours to get 40 percent of what they were making over uh their 40 year tenure at the job right they're just not doing it they're jumping from job to job they're not stacking on their social security and so the reason they would stack on their social security is to pay the people that are currently getting social security and those numbers are dwindling. The jobs market is not what they're saying to each and every one of you. There is a massive de- deficit coming, and so as we talk, as we educate, we look to really find alternative ways to really stay in the game, to stay. Uh, to stay stable to stay uh, where we're able to take care of ourselves and our communities and if if you just continue to look around you you will start to see the signs that I have been talking about that the economy is absolutely tightening up tightening up in more ways than you can even imagine Um, it's just it's it it just is what it is and so if you are not right now buying or dollar cost averaging buying a little bit of bitcoin buying a little bit of gold keeping cash on hand again making sure you have enough food on hand to last two to three months I say three to six, and I'm going to put a pin in this really quickly. Um, If you have never, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not asking you to lower your standards and start looking for handouts or anything like this, but it would behoove us as we move forward in the next couple of months, if you hear of a church in your area, and even if you're a church member, um, there are some incredible programs right now that they're actually trying to assist us, and I'm saying all of us, they're trying to assist us, lighten the load, not just for uh, us individually, but our friends and family that may be having a hard time uh, asking for a little bit of help and then they're eating less and their health is deteriorating. The, um, The food banks are starting to hand out some actual food boxes that really have some name brand things in it so I want everybody to really start to pay attention to what's going on if they're passing out food which they should because people are having a hard time in the grocery store based on the prices schools are doing a better job of making sure that there's food for the children at school and then when they have to shut down such as situations like we had last week with hurricane hillary they still made food available because they know our 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 counties and our cities are starting to realize that the food only food some of the children are getting are when they come to school which again is another indication ladies and gentlemen that it is tightening that is happening tightening financial tightening is starting to happen is is getting a little bit more difficult to do a lot of the things that you need to do and i started by saying to you i know a lot of you uh don't want a handout you're not looking to get handout and that's not what I'm talking about but you may know folks that may need a little bit of help and it couldn't hurt for you to stop by a food bank grab a couple boxes and get it to some of your neighbors who have a who have children lots of children and that may need a helping hand and I know that this is effective because a lot of people won't get out of their zone not because they're lazy just because they're a little bit embarrassed about needing something but when I had an opportunity my husband this last weekend went with a friend uh in south central la and they were giving out food to uh individuals who needed it and you know you didn't see a lot of us there but i know a lot of us are really in need of some help and i will tell you that i was in a community it was on friday And nobody looked like us, and I'm not talking, they weren't Hispanic, they weren't black or brown, Uh, they were other nationalities, but they had lines around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, in an affluent area, grabbing their boxes, because the boxes that they get uh, had name brand stuff in it, and it was saving them a couple of bucks at at the counter and nobody was ashamed they drove up in their brand new cars and all of these things and they're getting help things are tightening their communities are talking about taking those canned goods that are being given and i'm talking about hunts and dole and just everyday name brand stuff that was being given out in the boxes and they're putting it and storing it away they're not you util- they don't necessarily have to utilize it for right now today because they're hungry or their children are hungry and they may but for the most part what I'm seeing is communities getting smarter about how they go about stacking and storing their three to six months worth of food when the inevitable happens because we are continuing to print funds and those funds are really weighing heavy on our economy and somebody's got to pay it back and so as we continue to think about having enough food on hand especially when stuff is on sale and it's non-perishable pick up just a few more you know my mother was sharing with me about the fact that when her her particular uh she doesn't eat meat so she does you know salmon and fish and things of that sort tuna and when those things go on sale she actually stacks up and it's a good time ladies and gentlemen to do that I'm not saying go out to the food bank and grab a couple of boxes for yourself. You could, uh, because definitely this, the need is there. Somebody is going to get it. And in the community that I was just seeing on Friday, watching them in line, they're getting theirs and there's no shame in their game. Jumping in brand new trucks that cost I don't know, almost a hundred thousand dollars, but they weren't, they weren't embarrassed to go and get there, uh, and get their boxes. And so, we've got to really take a a cue that something is happening, ladies and gentlemen, again, making sure you're storing that medicine, making sure that you've got enough cash on hand to make it through a few months in the event that there is any type of an emergency. And so, um, we have been looking, or I have been looking, I've been searching uh, for exactly what we can possibly be doing across this United States for our community, because it is starting to get uh, to a situation where uh, we've we've got a couple of reports across the nation. You know that children are still only eating at school, but the jobs market and the, and the jobs that are being outsourced to. Artificial intelligence, I have been talking about that, is starting to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It's starting to happen, not just here, because remember I was telling you all that I see the robots, I see the artificial intelligence taking the jobs of all of the individuals that a lot of us have been hiring for a long time. We no longer need Um, humans to do a lot of the work because artificial intelligence is taking over those jobs. This is going to continue and it's going to continue fast and furiously. So I would suggest to each and every one of you if you have a grandchild, a child, a niece or nephew that are in college right now they really need to be thinking strategically about what the workforce looks like for them after they graduate, after they need to pay back those student loans and all of those things. What does it actually look like? What can they do with their degree? Or what can they utilize through artificial intelligence to make sure that they are that they're not just job ready, but they are stable in their stance in the job market. And so I had talked previously last year about no matter what industry your children or your grandchildren or nieces and nephews are in, please make sure that they're adding technology to that Um, to that actual major and so what does that mean so you need the artificial intelligence along with the technology which means if somebody's going to school to be an OBGYN please know that they need uh, they definitely need to be taking some robotics classes because the robots are doing the surgeries for women that need cysts removed and things of that sort and they have to have the doctors there of course but the robots are doing these um, surgeries with precision. So you want to make sure if they're going to be marketable, if they're going to have enough money to sustain themselves, yes, being a doctor is great, but it's not good enough in the future of what we see coming through technology artificial intelligence and things of that of that sort so as we continue to grow as a community in education please know that those are conversations that you need to be having with your youth and again them having their own practices and not actually working for HMOs or PPOs just depending on what they're trying to do Um, when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we are going to jump into the conversation about the four words banks out there I've gathered some information over the weekend I wanted to share with you yesterday but if you have money and a couple of the banks I am going to mention you might want to think twice about leaving it there as they continue to get F's in their rating from the feds when we come forward we'll continue the conversation after news, sports and traffic this is KBLA talk 1580 this is KBLA talk 1580 where hate loses and love wins all right, welcome forward. Welcome forward. I don't even know what to call or name this show because there is so much going on, ladies and gentlemen, around money and not just in money in other folks' spaces but our space specifically because uh, we As black folks in America, black and brown folks, but specifically black folks, we don't have another dime to lose. We don't have another second to waste. And we have really got to call a spade a spade when we see it. And I mentioned this last weekend and I really last week and I really want to make sure that as we're educating that we're not doing any type of defamation of character because my intent is not to defame anyone, but to make sure that you all are aware across this United States of individuals that I personally have been made aware of or that I'm having personal experiences with that are taking money from our folks and not giving them the products and services that they are in need of. And so in that same respect, there are four of the worst banks right here in America that I need to share information about. Now, some folks are holding their breath, uh, and I'm sure that they are, but guess what? Uh, It's real, and we need to know about it because there are uh, some Better Business Bureau Fs that were given out. Yes, F as in fails. Some Better Business Bureau fails that were handed out. And no, you're not going to walk up to the bank, and on the window, there's going to be a big fat blue and white F because you know, that's what that is in California. I don't know if they're Industry across the United States. I think that has, I know that that has to do with cleanliness and food at restaurants, but I'm taking it to the banking industry as well. So you're not going to walk up and see a big fat F on the door because of how they treat their customers, how they steal from their customers, how they do all of these things against their customers. But the four worst banks in America right now. This first one is going to shock you. Starbucks. (laughs) So hear me out, ladies and gentlemen, before you go saying Starbucks isn't a bank nausea. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, as of I believe it was July 14th of this year, Starbucks has two point one. Billion with the B being held by some of us, and I, I don't go to Starbucks anymore, so I don't have a Starbucks reward card. I didn't load any money onto my Starbucks account, but you will be surprised to hear that they have over two billion dollars of everyday kids. Uh, yes, because young kids are in Starbucks. In fact, around the corner from my children's junior high school, Starbucks is packed with kids every single day. They probably make about a million dollars that hour from all the junior high schoolers and the high schoolers that are buying Starbucks. Um, but they, let me just give you the straight scoop. Um, Starbucks is in a bank. You're absolutely right. They're not a bank, but they have Customer cash deposits inside of their Starbucks app, totaling over $2 billion. This makes Starbucks bigger than 90% of the U.S. banking institution, ladies and gentlemen. Is that interesting or what? And unlike your other banks, that don't give you anything. They give you a little bit over nothing. So I'm going to call it a little bit over nothing. Starbucks. And their deposits are not insured, which, again, we can compare apples to oranges. We know that our funds are supposed to be insured in the bank, but the FDIC has stated they don't have that money there. But that's another conversation. But these deposits at Starbucks aren't insured, and they don't pay you anything. So the banks pay you a little or nothing. This pays you nothing. So you're giving Starbucks interest-free loan money because they can do whatever they want to do with the money that you've deposited on their apps because they don't have to keep that uh, money there. So they could possibly be buying some of these properties that they're renting back to you at such a high price i mean it's just so many things that they can do but if your money is there on the starbucks app and uh to be quite honest their rewards program is not worth it at all it's a terrible rewards program but nevertheless if you have money on your starbucks app and you forgot about it you put it there last year last month move it off of there because Starbucks is taking advantage of you to the tune of $2 billion. And again, I'm going to say it with a B. Like that is ridiculous that folks have put that much money into their Starbucks app. But the next bank is Bank of America. They are the third worst bank. They receive the most complaints overall of any other bank in America, Bank of America did, and they've been fined over $250 million for withholding credit card rewards. Yep, those credit card rewards that you should have been getting that you weren't paying attention to, they were holding on to them. And unless you came and complained, you didn't get those credit card rewards, charging people unbelievable junk fees and opening accounts in people's name without their consent yeah it wasn't just wells fargo it was bank of america as well and why am i bringing up bank of america because if you are banking with bank of america you need to be very careful because they are going to be getting or having some more fines that they're going to be paying and that is going to have to be taken Uh, From their depositors in some way or another and they're shuffling shells to make sure that they can pay the $250 million that they got fined and then the next $400 million in in internal problems that they have and all of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, these banks that are popping their heads up and they're having issues. Just rest assured it's not just gonna be this year. It's gonna be next year and something's gotta come to a head. So let me say this. The next bank, um, I know a few people that bank was Citibank. It's one of it was one of the first uh the it was actually number one or two that got an F. From the Better Business Bureau and I think I made a mistake when I was saying this before it wasn't an F from the feds they didn't get a fail from the feds they got a fail from the Better Business Bureau but Citibank was one of the two of the first ones that got an F and again it was because they were recently fined 400 million dollars for various internal problems one of them being the fact that they were not giving business loans or home loans or anything like that to the the people that are inside of the red lines that have been erased so they are just because they took an eraser and erased the red lines from the map they want to act like that they don't exist ladies and gentlemen they still exist and that's why they have been fined 400 million dollars for a lot of the problems that they're having um and when we come forward we'll talk about one of the last banks i I had a few more things um that i wanted to share but about citibank just so you know just in case you are dealing with citibank but when we come forward we'll continue that conversation we'll jump into our cryptocurrency update for the day when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 Now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So um, really quickly about Citibank. They actually... In 2017, they were fined millions of dollars for actually deceiving student loan borrowers about their taxes, and a lot of those were found to be African American and Latino students. And so they had a different set of student loan borrower agreements than they had for others. And so they were deceiving our students. And so Citibank, again, this is one of the things that they actually did. And about interest and and, and it, that leads to the worst bank in America right now. That was just recently, ladies and gentlemen, fined over $2 billion for breaking various consumer law protections uh, related to auto loans and mortgages and bank accounts. Now, if you have a mortgage loan with them, it's not too much you can do except watch them. Uh, If you have auto loans with them, it's not too much you can do except watch them to make sure that there's no uh, extra fees that are taken out, that there's no absorbent yearly something that they're adding on that you're not paying attention to. And if you have a bank account, ladies and gentlemen, you need to make sure that you are paying attention because every penny matters. Every penny matters. With that, that leads me to say... Wells Fargo is the worst bank here in America. And if you bank with Wells Fargo, if you have a auto loan with Wells Fargo or a mortgage loan with Wells Fargo, somebody should have already reached out to you about money that they owe you. And if they didn't, you need to go and take the time to go to the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. Again, Consumer Finance finance protection bureau. They have a website and you can submit a claim uh about Wells Fargo to see what is owed to you. So if you are banking with Wells Fargo, 9 times out of 10 they have some money that they owe you. And so what I want to make sure that we do is continue to bring these things to your uh, to your knowledge because you could be possibly sitting at home and have an additional $500 that Wells Fargo owes you and you can use that to go out and buy yourself some gold. You don't necessarily have to buy Bitcoin, but you can go out and and remember a couple of days ago I talked about stacking up on cigarettes and booze, even though I don't smoke cigarettes and drink booze, it's a great bartering tool in the times that we see coming ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you i see something coming and you're gonna say that's why she told us to do that but maybe there's an extra two to five hundred dollars that wells fargo owns owes you because they uh they owe it to you because they took it from you they got it out of your account and so that's just something that I wanted to share with you now for those of you that are investing I know that a lot of us on social media across the United States are wanting us to patronize our black funds our black hedge funds just all of these different things we are trying to support each other we're trying to recycle black dollars And, you know, you want so hard to believe that the black folks that you deal with and the brown folks that you deal with are 100 percent above board and making sure that you are safe, making sure that your investments are safe. And, ladies and gentlemen, I will have to tell you today, if you are listening to me and you have invested in the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, uh, you really need to get on social media, specifically here in the last two days if you were an investor in the tulsa uh, real estate fund to really go and find out what's happening uh, let your voice be heard if you haven't gotten dividends or different things. And, and again, this isn't to tarnish anybody's reputation. This isn't defamation of character. But it is important that we know and we are present in these conversations if we've been affected by them. And there is a uh, group of individuals that is sharing the current K filing that was sent out for the Tulsa Real Estate Fund stating that folks money is not where it should be and that the fund cannot go forward if there isn't some sort of cash influx from the founders to uh, really get everybody straight. And so it's a conversation that you need to be having. Um, And we're going to I'm going to have to continue to update folks. And I hate to be in this situation because I didn't I wasn't the one that, uh, you know, got folks involved in the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. But to keep it just 100, I was looking at being one of the founding members and something came up during that time and I missed the deadline. I even sent them an email the day after to see if they would still accept my funds and they had closed out. You know, and rightfully so. There's deadlines. And so I'm not specifically uh, affected by this, but there are 15,000 black investors that are definitely um, affected by what is going on with the Tref Fund. So please, ladies and gentlemen, go check that out. Go see what you need to do. If you don't know where to reach out or who is championing this cause... Uh, please reach out to me and I will get you the information. There is another group of men, unfortunately, across the United States that are talking about the fact that they can help people get trust, like Rockefeller Trust or Trust for Your Property. And they are also uh, claiming to be able to get you funding for your business. They are, in fact, taking money from folks. And those individuals are, there's another uh, group of individuals that have, Gotten together, and they're going after those gentlemen. And I, I can definitely keep you abreast of what it is. So if you have um, anybody that's coming to you right now telling you to invest with them, give them your hard-earned money, give them your hard-earned Bitcoin, anything like that. Please be very skeptical because these folks do what they do good and of course they know that black folks are trying to do business with black folks and they're taking advantage of that and so we want to make sure that you are aware of the different scams and things that are happening so when we come forward we'll continue the conversation this is KBLA Talk 1580 You're linked to the midday money chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward now for our market update so bitcoin right now today is trading at well i shouldn't even say this today i should say this second bitcoin is trading at twenty seven thousand five hundred and eighty one dollars it is down in the last hour point ninety nine percent in the last 24 hours it's up six point one seven percent in the last seven days it's up 6.83 percent. Ethereum is trading at $1,728. In the last hour, it is down 46 percent. In the last 24 hours, it's up 5.02 percent. And in the last seven days, it's up 6.2 Now, let me say this to you really quickly. We know that the cryptocurrency space is volatile. Bitcoin is volatile. It's always going to be volatile. It's finding its way. It's 14 years old and it is doing what a teenager does, trying to find its way, trying to figure out if it's going this way or that way, what it's doing. And so a lot of the times the news is what really helps Bitcoin change um changed the its trajectory and so last week just last week i was talking to you about bitcoin being on sale it was at 25 26 000, almost 25 and now we're up to 27 and the news came out about the bitcoin spot etf that's the real reason that i feel bitcoin today has gone up and the bitcoin grayscale bitcoin etf decision absolutely matters. When we come forward tomorrow, we're going to talk about why it matters. And I just want to say to each and every one of you, stay strong, stay diligent, stay vigilant as you watch your funds. If you've invested funds anywhere and those funds have not come back to you as of yet, there definitely is remedy. We are definitely watching different Platforms, And we're going to make sure that you're in the know and you know how to execute execute quickly. So uh, I'll get into that tomorrow a little bit deeper. But we're going to talk about grays- uh, Grayscale and what the Bitcoin ETF means, especially to those of that have been stacking Bitcoin. And those of us that are wondering if this digital currency thing is really going to work out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're making way for the DL Hughley show. And in the meantime, we're dollar cost averaging because we're creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.